0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Championship Manager Podcast as we prepare to begin game week 14 of the Fantasy Championship Manager game. I got some positive feedback a few weeks back when Aaron, who you may know as FPL Dronach, um, joined me for a Chapman chat. And so from time to time I said I'll continue to have people on to talk over a specific subject. Luckily for you all, this is one of those weeks. So this week we're going to welcome a man who goes by many different names. People on the Discord may know him as Frank Leboeuf, his Twitter name is BD. His actual name is Brendan. I'm not too sure what to call him. He can, let, he can introduce himself. Um, so if you're on me, um, introduce yourself and let everyone know what he's called. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I think I should probably go as uh, Benno. Everyone's calling me Benno in the Discord, so may as well stick with that. Don't want to start confusing people at this stage. So. Well, Benno is. If I introduce you anymore
0: today, it'll be uh, Benno. You say, <laughs> you're, I think you're one of the most active on, on our Discord, um, especially I, I don't... I don't know too much about you on Twitter. I know you through the Discord. Um, so in terms of that and, and Champ Man, I suppose, at the moment, how, how are you getting on at the
1: minute? Well, life in general's all right. I've been to work about three times in 12 months, so I'm kind of living in some weird fantasy world at the minute, uh, which is basically dominated by Fantasy Champ Manager. So uh, in terms of Fantasy Champ Manager, um, 56, got 65 this week, small green arrow which is not bad, but there's a the small matter of the fact that I played my triple captain.
0: We'll so, go into that in a second. So I that's a good, yeah. good, uh, good way in for this week. There, I'm, six
1: I'm six points behind you. I've, I've yeah, uh, yeah nine, nine places,
0: six points. I don't like this because it, it keeps coming up in a little... The man on top mentioned me last week, that me and Martin, who's chapman, um, <laughs> just does all of the, um, what I call the sins, me and him were level on points, but he had a far better week than me this week. So now he's gone surging miles ahead of me. Um, so hopefully now that's probably a good omen for you, that you'll probably go surging ahead of me now. That's not the fact we've had a chat. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, interesting week for you last week. Um, mainly because of this year. It's one of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you about it, because I think most people have the agenda and the intention of playing captain in doubles, especially triple captain. And it was quite... Um, revolutionary at the end and it was, it was quite refreshing to see someone play it in a single game week so um, I just wanted some more thoughts about that. that would be a good starting point really what, what made you do it um, what, how many points were you expecting were you happy with what you got um, anything like that really
1: yeah well I'm pretty happy with the decision uh, the outcome wasn't quite as, as good as I'd hoped but um, one of the main reasons was I looked a few weeks back to see if there was any, any opportunities to play any chips early doors outside of a double game week or in a double game week. And obviously the one that stands out is the game week 17 with a potential Arsenal double game week, but um, that's not been confirmed yet. So I was kind of thinking about, well, play what you can see, play what's in hand. So I looked at that week and I noticed that, you know, the four top teams, if you like, were all tied up in fixtures against themselves. So you, the Vidukas and Rude and all that were kind of playing against each other, Henri. And, you had shear up against Rep thirteen Millwall, so I thought I'll have a look at that. So I had a good look at that fixture, and particularly his output during that fixture. And I just thought he looked quite good, to have I to have a punt at it. So yeah, so I, I basically looked at it, and we'll talk about this a bit later. But I started to look at what I see as expected goals, if you can have such a thing in Chat Manager. So. I looked in in terms of as how many shots he was getting off, how many shots on target, and he was averaging three shots on target, and his returns were coming back at about seven point five points. And now, obviously, sometimes the you know he was he was getting hat tricks or a brace, or sometimes he was blanking. Um, but he got three shots on target um, on average, and sure enough, that's what he got in the game. He got six shots, three on three on target, and eight points and, right
0: uh, to go with your seven point five expected average. So that kind of
1: yeah, so, it was, so so it was literally the low end of, of what I was expecting so you know if he'd walked away with right. a, yeah so if you'd walked away with a brace you know I would have been laughing but yeah 24 points triple captain some people play it in a double some people might play it in a single do better lots will do worse lots will do better so it's just is what it is a bit disappointing but no i'm 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 quite happy that I looked into it those types of things in terms of shots on target and thought, yeah, that's, you know, good decision, bad outcome. I
0: was quite similar with my bench boost a little bit because that's obviously the other thing to say for double game week. I played mine, I can't remember what week. I had a week a few weeks ago when literally all of my squad went at home to a Reputation 12 team. I kind of knew that all of my first team, especially on the start, and my three subs as well that week, which are obviously my cheaper players you don't expect all... I think two of them were at home and the away one had like a derby or something and I thought, I'm not going to get my weak players are not going to have fixtures of this that magnitude again. This is three good games for my weak players. And mine, it didn't really turn into, I think like, about 10 points for my four substitutes. But a bit like, you know, I wasn't unhappy with the decision. I thought I would probably get more from that chip. But it yeah. was, it felt like they only got two or three points. But I, I kind of knew that I was guaranteeing my whole squad would start that week. It was all fit, it was all... Um, I, know, I think I was all under 90% fitness they all had some games where there was no real chance of rotation you'll say the weaker players had a game for their level and it just felt like it was a good time to play it and I, I guess um, the triple captain I'm, I'm not kind of to too sure what I'm going to do yet um, it made sense I think to hold it for a double um, I think I'm more likely to hold it for someone who I feel like hogs the points for their team so, for example, if we end up in a point where maybe Tottenham have two good home games in a double, and even if the Sim data maybe suggests they'll score four goals across those two games, I still will not catch him Red Rock, I don't think, because I don't trust him enough in a team where the points are so spread. Um, I think I'd rather use it on a home game than
1: yeah.
0: on a Red Rock in a, in a, in a couple, can we say. Um, I think the only things I would probably guarantee, like you did, I think, was that I'd pick a home game. I think the players are guaranteed more bonus in home games. So you can, obviously if you triple captain with someone, three quite you get nine and four straight away. So I think I'd probably focus on the home. A lot of players can't get bonus in away games, but I think it is a lot more guaranteed at home. Yeah. I think I would be reluctant to use it in a rep 12 game, just in case. So obviously, there's you know, a vice captain and they may have a game as well, but that's not going to be ideal. you want to use this I think home to Millwall, yeah. home to Tottenham, I think is, is probably a good options for if you're going to use it in a single. Look couple of those games. I think if you, I think you've the boxes. You've got a points hogger in Jira. You've got a person who can get boners at home in Jira. We've got that plum one home game. I think if you're going to use it in a single, it's probably as good as it gets using it this week or oh, last week in your face. Yeah, you were probably a bit unlucky with it. I think. I think yeah. I think. Um...
1: The thing is about playing in a single game week, you can really concentrate on like a heavy hitter in a really good game. I think it's a kind of double edged sword in a double game week because it opens up the doors to all sorts of players, doesn't it? It's the whole dunk thing in FPL a few seasons ago. Yeah, you know, the Brighton it's- defenders got got a double, so you know, let's play our triple captain there. So you, you know, you could end up playing it uh, playing it on, I don't know. Playing it on a on a putting on a player from a team that's perhaps not that good, but the fact that they've got a double might make you inclined to want to play it. So, for instance, this this one that may or may not come about the Arsenal double. If it, on paper, I don't think it looks great. I mean, it's two homes, but they've got Liverpool, so that's guaranteed to be like a more well, you know, yeah. a low scorer. Yeah. And then you've got then you've got Bolton, which could potentially be a rep game, or also you know Bolton are not that bad either. So. You know, and I've never really had much luck playing triple captain in a double game week. So I think that's another reason why I probably tried to single out a decent single game week to play it. So oh, yeah. I used him last year in the triple game week, and I think that didn't work out too bad. I don't really think I don't think really remember
0: how many clean sheets he got, but he obviously had quite a lot of save points <laughs> and appearances and whatever else. I think my only kind of negative what you did this week was that Shearer was so highly owned and so highly captain that he was only going to get obviously one lot of bonus points from it. I think I would try and find... I'm a bit of a differential player like that. I don't tend to follow the masses too much. I think I would be inclined to try and find maybe a low-owned player to triple. because You, feel so you get a maximum gain from playing that tip. If you've you sure, got someone it's... that's lowly owned and you've captain them. Not only have people not them. they certainly won't have captain them. And um, I don't know how many opportunities there'll be to, to benefit like that. Maybe a boxage or someone in a week where he's lowly owned or something could be He's a sort of player that could get perhaps it quite easily and also be someone who's not highly owned and not highly captain. I think that's the risk you run with premiums, that they're all when one's got such a good game, I think everyone's gonna to gravitate towards them and probably captain them. Yeah. You find th- it this week as well, right? There's there's quite a lot of premiums in, this coming game we could conceivably be only four or five that I would probably want ideally, and obviously can't have them all. Yeah, uh,
1: this is this is this is true. I think um yeah, I think it think was quite a low-risk triple-captain play, really, in all honesty, because I knew that he was going to be quite highly captained. But I just thought that if he'd braced, that, that would have made all the difference. I think 12 points against the field is good. Eight points is, like you say, it's neither here nor there, really. But, um, yeah, so I thought it was fairly low-risk, and I'll take the 24 points and add it to my game-week total, like I say, small green arrow. And it's played now. Some, Like I say, some will play it better, some will play it worse. It is what it is.
0: I actually think the free hit is probably the most powerful in our game, I think, because I think oh, people yeah. produced it recently and got like 40, 50 point swings on the original team's player playing the free hit yeah. with the right players. I think kind of bench boost and I mean, you are looking at a window between sort of 8 and 15 points and it's something like I could have benched, like my bench this week is Madison, um, Weatherall, and who was the other one? I'm hip here. If I had a bench boost this week, I could have ended up with three plus points, I think, but it's just the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I think I think I'm a bit more inclined to play a play the bench proof in a double um in the main. I think yeah, I like I like the idea of you know getting those getting those 30 odd 30 returns from from a team um from my squad. But um, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? You play you play how you see it.
0: Let's move on. So you, you mentioned that You're a big, you're a big Sim guy. I, I didn't run Sims last year. I played the game last year. But I didn't run Sims. I've only started running the Sims this year. Um, so it was quite a big little reason why you started triple catching Shearer was what your Sim Beta suggested. So you yeah. kind of touched on it a bit there. What, what, what do you take most from your Sim What do you? Not say what do you use it for? There's lots of Sim on our Discord and say, the Fantasy doing Sims. If you just wanted that, you could just take it from there. Obviously, there's other things you can get from running sim yourself. What do, you, what do you tend to look for? What
1: you do? I think the main thing about sims, I did a lot of pre-season simming. So that was to try and to identify season two improvers, I think was a big thing about my early simming. See if anyone you know is drastically a lot better than they are in the first season. Um, I did another one, which is highest average rating by player, by club. So this was, try- this was a, in a bid to try and find out who were the, the go-to bonus players, I think. So we'll come to that. We might talk about Gardner later because I wanted to talk about that. So yeah, I, I did that. I did I around 20 Sims and looked at who finished top for their club for average rating by regularity. Um, and by that, I could single out players that I thought, yeah, these are going to get a lot of bonus during the season. So that was something I did. And then another thing which I think is... Um, which Is quite beneficial. I did a home and away goal scored and goals conceded, so I did two tables of, of, of teams that. So, for instance, what's interesting about that one in particular is Spurs is a great example, they came third for goals scored away, but they came 17th for goals conceded. So, it just goes to show you that they're a great team to both target for you know for assets as well as targeting for in a fixture that you want your other assets to score points against. So, I did so. Th- a lot of pre-season simming I've I've done. I think in terms of what I'm doing with it now, very much like I did with Shira, I'm gonna start moving towards looking at that kind of expected goals. You know, how well do they they perform in the game despite what returns they might get? So for instance, you might you might have a you might have a player that scores three hat tricks in, in 20 sims and ends up with like 12, 15 returns, but then you look into it and then majority of those games they might have had one shot whereas you might look at another player that, and they can sit a bit like the Shearer decision this week they might consistently have those three shots on target and you're thinking well I've only ran 20 sims if I'd run a million sims or whatever you know those three shots on target I, I you know I would guess that the returns would, would would be a lot bigger you know so I think that that's how I'm going to start using sims from here on in I think
0: similar in the sense that I've paid much more attention to like individual matchups than I did last year. And I've kind of tried to look more at the sort of number of attacking returns rather than total goals. So I, I found examples, example, this isn't completely accurate, but say I run 10 sims, but there was players that could score five hat-tricks and a five blank. They've scored 15 goals in 10 games, which looks amazing. But I a half the game, he's got two points. Maybe it's a bonus, Absolutely. but in, in reality... I'd rather have a player that in the 10 games scored 10 goals but got one in each game.
1: Yeah, you exactly. Them, no, you're yeah. getting
0: the eight points, but there is the potential there's clearly a, an issue with matchup in that game that that player could do well because he's obviously consistently winning his head-to-head battle against that defender. Um, and when that happened, there's obviously scope for hat-trick. There's obviously scope for hat-trick to the other player as well, but a lot more scope for blanks. I think that was the thing with Weatherall and I, mean, I think Luke touched on it on the mainstream this week that both really good for jumping and heading, it's kind of 50-50 who's going to win on any given yeah. date and Weatherall obviously won this time they got a clean sheet and the max bonus um, but yeah I, I'm trying to, obviously that stuff's not quite so readily available for everyone but that's, that's always if you go into the aggravation of running the sim you deserve to have a little bit of an edge for yourself and uh, <laughs> that, that's kind of where I'm trying to go with it now is to try and find those players that are consistently getting something from games rather than yeah. sort of the hat-tricks and, and what not
1: um, so yeah, you're, you're looking at total shots. I think that's quite a good. Exact. You ran Sims last year as well. Okay, I, did, I did. I did. I did run Sims last year. Um,
0: and you got but, Dwight York, right? Sims said, get "Yeah, York. I got Dwight
1: York." I, I don't. I think you've said the same, didn't you? I think I got Dwight York uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last year I did the old Veron York double up because I looked at it and thought, you know, York's getting two thirds returns that Rude's getting, so I could get York for like nearly half. You know, half the price and have Veron alongside him, and Veron, you know, can smash Sims as well. It just didn't work out. I think York scored one goal in a postseason testimonial for Dennis Irwin or something like that. You know, you know? Quite a lot, right?
0: Because people are better on the same similar topic of being the sort of second striker. Really. Their price kind of be better than the premium. It, it's probably quite a good talking point for this week. Everyone's going to be thinking about getting Alan Smith now because Leeds haven't got any strikers. A lot of people yeah. think that's sort of covering Duca, a bit like you said, that York was in a way covering a new story. You, you don't expect the same amount of points. If they get used to it, you'll feel justified that it's worth saving. Um, uh, I'm not convinced that works personally, but I'm not saying Smith won't score goals. but I think you have him instead of Vodouca. I can see a point. No, well, I um, think going
1: back to season two, improvers though uh, smith did feature in that but the, the thing is he was getting like 20 returns from 25 games and things like that and it's, it's one of those really difficult situations you know what do you do with that you know he's not nailed so it's it's, it's very difficult so for me you know if you can go with go with you know your
0: sims are very good because right? i think unlike most people that run sims you're actually running a sim as in it's the second season of your game where everyone else i think for well, i am it's the first season of my game so there's obviously a lot of guesswork things I have to do with um, mainly like the deterioration of older players, for example. I can't get that right. I find it really hard to get Obviously, pick Zola a lot more in my sins. I've tried to knock his player reputation and make him play less, but obviously his attributes aren't the same. Um, you're probably a lot more in line with that, and I think you're probably one of the only people that are in that position. You can explain the story, didn't it take you... Uh, your computer almost blow up or something, and
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it's I think I think it's valid both ways, but I think I, w- I wanted to try and get a season two sim to replicate as close as possible to this season. But what I, what I did was I put Man United, Arsenal, and Leeds in Division One, season one, so they just smashed it, they all got 100 points or something like that. And I think <laughs> Arsenal beat West Brom in the playoff final. And then I had to like make I think it's Southampton, West Ham, who else went down. The other team I was selling off all the players, making them play <laughs> goalkeepers. Yeah, making them play goalkeepers up front and stuff, things like that. So I had to ensure that that was the harder part of getting them relegated. So so once I've done that and achieved that, that's great. That you know I've got a, a blueprint there to kind of make a season two sim. So but you know it's it's a double-edged sword because if you're doing it from um season one you can use the editor and you can make it exactly how, how it is. Barring the age uh, thing and also the the kind of attributes that have got better since season two, so the problem I had is then I had to like go back and change a load of transfers and things like that. You've got a whole season of, of yeah. activity, so but but I don't th- I don't think you need to run sims to win this game. I, I But I do think you need to follow data. I think you if you if you're not following data, you, you, you're giving yourself a disservice. I think, but I don't want you know I don't think people should think oh. You're only going to win this if you if you play if you run sims, but yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare. But yeah, I, li- I like the fact that it's a season two. Cool. So
0: you spoke right there about having Veron in York last year. Obviously, the performances of both of them did you uh, from getting Veron in. You've you York, it sounds like, but not Veron. Um, and you're pretty keen, right, to keep him the whole season, which is very different to my approach. My midfield is dead cheap, and I've got, I would argue, three premium strikers and quite a premium defence. Like, spend no money in midfield, where you've got the as that midfield leads Um, I guess what you're, the main question is why have you decided to put all your eggs in that basket? It's quite a poor decision to with. Yeah,
1: well, I again it's um, it's a, it's a bit of a nostalgia pick, isn't it? I think he, he under he well underperformed season one, and I think um. Again, doing pre-season simming again and looking at looking at plays like Varon. I don't, he was the first pick on my team to be honest. And I just I've made that made that decision that um, barring injuries, getting sold off to Juventus or whatever, that he was going to be the mainstay of my team. I think he's I think he's probably the only player that could outscore Rude. If you if you take into account the clean sheets that you, the, the little one points for that and the one point for the extra for the goal. Um and the fact that he can get thirty-yard returns a season, um, I think it's just one of them ones where you just sits. Sit with him when when you when you run Sims and you see him getting twenty to thirty returns. I just think it's if I haven't sitting there all season, just got to hope for one of them seasons. Really, it's a well, bit
0: I, like ran, God. I ran Sims at the start of the year, like ten full seasons Sims, and I take average points. mean, Only three players averaged over two hundred. Uh, that was Nistelrooy, Baron, and Baduka. Um, and Verón I think averaged across 10 teams one point less than the because obviously 3 million, 2 million, 2.5 million difference whatever it is between the two but I could see the in having him. I couldn't really justify having both and because Van Nistelrooy was so highly owned I had bottled it and didn't get Verón and I remember at the start of the season I was very keen on double man United for those early games um, I had Wes Brown if people remember rightly and that did work out even though my team suggested it probably yeah um, so that put me off for Ron, but I'm definitely thinking that when I wildcard in the second half of the season, whenever it is, he'll it, definitely be on my radar, I think, because I'm hoping he might be a bit of a differential by then because he's kind of been better now than what probably a lot of people think he is. It yeah. seems like he's been maybe not as bad as the first season. It doesn't feel like he's set the world light, I don't think, in, in this season either. But I think Zeppelin is the only midfielder that's got more points. He's, he's got a few holes. Mixed in, I think there's some interest in some um, in data around him. Because so I've looked at Man United's games so far this year, and he's got a 17, and a 15, and a 12, but they've all been at home. He's away games. He's he's played um, played six away games. He's got two points in five of them. Millwall is the only away game he's got more than two points, and that's worrying for someone that costs as much as he does. Because you kind of you can't be in two points off him every other week, as much as he may be getting all figures. In most of the home games alongside that I, I think it's you kind of want more consistency at least with van Nistelrooy, that he keeps in the seventh in the away games um which isn't helpful so it's an interesting one to run now because i think his ownership is still high-ish 18 20 percent but i don't know how many dead teams that is and how many active, it doesn't yeah. seem like a lot of active players have got him on the people from the teams i see but I'm, I'm I'm trying to work out to myself now how much of a differential he actually is right now, a month though in the top sort of 150, 200. Um, yeah, I say he's well, ca- differential if he is. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've capped him twice and he's hauled both times. So, you know, I've done quite well in that situation. I think I think the, the difference between between this season and last season, I, was, I don't know if it's a bit like you. I mean, I really didn't want Rude Van Nistelrooy first season. I wanted to go so much against the crowd. I was like, I can do this without Rude. Don't need him. York's gonna get two thirds of his goals, it'll be fine. And it just didn't work out. Um so I'm trying to now be broaden out a bit more now. So I've actually brought Rude in this week. And I will have Rude from time to time, but I think I've only I've only had him a few weeks this this season. I don't think we've needed him. I think um but I think that this week, looking at some of the data that I've been looking at, I think um yeah, he's a, he's a good. He's going to be my captain, Rude, this week. I think that's how I'm going to play it this year. So it'll be on plus Rude, and then you know that's how I'm going to play it. And then if I never need to get rid of Rude. I will. You're a bit like so, me, keeping
0: money in the bank in case you need to get him in in one move. Someone.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I've deliberately kept a million back. I've and I know that I can get to one to Vanista in one move at all times if I want to do that. I'm a bit the same with Bannister. I owned him for the first four weeks. I captained him week one then decided that was too boring. And then, acting other people. Week five, I played my wild card and got rid of him. I then bought him back for two or three games recently. He did okay. And then pitched him again for Henri, who's obviously done terrible in the two or three weeks I've owned him. And now I'm in a sort of an awkward spot because I kind of want Henri for a run of about seven or eight games, which is why I got him in when I did for like a 10-game stretch. Yeah, I am kind of with you that the next two games of Van Nistelroi do look very good. And to have him and Paducah for the next two weeks could be amazing. And as much as it pains me to say, I'm even, you know, if I get him in, I think I'll probably captain him as well. Because I'm hoping that his captaincy numbers aren't especially high again amongst active players. Now, you look at the stream and you see like 50% captaincy, but then you see top 100 and he's captained by like 10. He's actually yeah. a bit of a differential captain now. and I, I, I don't know who people will be captaining this week. I think a lot of people will see Tottenham away and think, oh, there's better captains than that. People with a Duke will probably think, oh, that's he's got it better than Van this week. And I'm guessing you all say the same here, that Duke and Van are pretty even this week. It's, it's a bit of a toss of a coin which one's going to be.
1: Yeah, I think, well, with Villa playing defensively, he could go either way, couldn't it? I think Luke's talked about it sometimes. They give the game away to the other side, but that could mean that they win four or five nil or it could be a one nil. Um I've looked at the data for, for Man United and they're coming out with an average of 15 shots. So that was the, that's insanely high. So I thought I've not I've not to be fair, I've not looked at rude, rude kind of performances within within those sims, but the fact that they're averaging 15 shots is is really high. You have like have to think you'd five of them, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think I think for me, despite that, you know, I'm 90% sure I'm going rude. Um, I have Ron and I have Chadwick as well. So I'm really hoping for a, a resurgent Man United this week.
0: I've been telling a few people that have been asking for free hit advice this week that I, w- I would really consider going for Venice or Ron and kicks on a free hit. Oh, so yeah. As yeah. much as that costs a hefty amount of budget, I think if you're going to play your free hit, you put your,
1: your eggs in one basket and you attack the yeah, fixture. yeah. Giggs uh, is coming out great, isn't he? Giggs is coming out great in this fixture, from what I can see. Um, and again, it's said on stream. You know, wingers up against that system with wing backs, he could he could tear it up. So yeah, I think I think if you if you could make Giggs happen for your side, you can get him in. I think he's he's I think a good. It's an bet. ideal
0: free hit move, I, I say it's, again, yeah. it's part of my sort of way of playing, trying to be different. And there's gonna be no one in the game with the next team that's got that three. So I yeah. think I've got Man United averaging about a goal more than lead this week. Who gets more bonus than Van Nistelrooy, so it is, it's awkward. I tend to prefer to captain the person with a bonus because it's more guaranteed than the attacking returns. But I, I, I kind of feel like Ferron is, is arguably slightly better captain than Van Nistelrooy. But yeah. I, I do think Man United leads a pretty consistent scoring two against Aston Villa, where Man United can score three or four more often than Leeds can so I've had Van um, a goal and two is pretty much guaranteed I think this week I guaranteed this could be where Van they could potentially get a hat-trick so it comes down to what sort of manager you are I think between those yeah. this week um, you've got Verón as one season keeper and on Dublin as another season keeper
1: <laughs> well I wouldn't go that far but I, I am holding him this week um yeah, again, so coming back to the, the pre-season simming, season two improvers and people who were performing well, Dublin, at his price, is was consistently coming out in the top five or six strikers. Um, by consistently, I mean more than like twice in you know, over 10 sims, where he'd come back with 15 to, well, 20-odd goals. So I, I really think he's that good. And I think he's been priced at £6 million because because there's this whole thing about um, you know, you, it's Balaban, Angal and Dublin, and normally two of them win out and become quite nailed throughout the whole season. And Villa are a decent side in this game. You know, they consistently come the top five or six. I think they're a bit underrated, actually, you know, in the Discord and stuff. I think Villa are a good side. I mean, I know they're going to go out and play defensively against Leeds, but they will do against tough, tough sides. But yeah, I mean, I've got one up in front of me now. In fact, thirty-seven appearances, nineteen goals, three assists, and it, you'll see it regularly with Dublin. Um, I'm not going to sit and say I'm going to keep him all season, but if uh, if he if he stays nailed, he's going to score fifteen goals, I bet. So the, the, this week I'm keeping him purely because I want Vdulka and Van Nistelrooy. So I'm go, I'm going to have to ride with him this week, which is a bit dodgy. But um, they've got Man City next week, and looking how he performs in that game it's not too bad so it's just one of those things but, oh, yeah. I had a little look at Whitebeard
0: like, last week and um, I was looking at sort of goals to minutes as a, as a ratio and I think this was top obviously but I think was averaging a goal um, every 100 minutes or, or less sorry a goal less than every 100 minutes and yeah. there wasn't many strikers that were doing that I think literally a handful and as you say, you're getting one at 6 million that's returning at that sort of rate. Now, I accept he was playing in games that were arguably favourable for him to do that because has been had that run-of-home game. Um, so I don't know how much that sways things. The fact, he has obviously done well in the fixtures he should do well in. Um, but i say he's an interesting case, Dublin. I think people that have spent budget elsewhere and can't get like my, my structure is an eight point five million third striker. So I, I'm not really fishing in those waters, but there'll be there'll be plenty of managers that do need someone cheaper as a, a third striker. Yeah. Or if you are considering getting to a Verona or a Gucci you down grain, but I've got Box which is my third striker. I I'm not especially keen to keep him moving. Forward. I think he's not so bad this week, but he's got those two sort of difficult home games and he's got a run of away game straight after. And I know quite a lot of managers with possibly triple Middlesbrough at the minute and they'll be a bit reluctant to move off them but this next one of six or seven probably isn't great for them. So, no. Um, if people are sort of using their transfers around the premiums and whatever else they won't be putting out their for players. So um, maybe there's an edge to be gained by getting rid of Boxwich and getting the third striker in. Um, yes, maybe not Dublin this week but there's one to probably keep an eye on. I think I think Cerveretti's arguably a little bit better in the immediate yeah, I think, team. I
1: think I um... think I mean, it's not a very traditional play, I guess, because I mean, you know, it's all about strikers, isn't it? Let's face it. Um, you you could you could do minus eights every week, change your front three to target the you know, halls, basically. And I'm a bit of a hits for halls manager, really, but um I, I do think there's 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 a play where you could have that third striker like Dublin, who he's got some good homes coming up. They've got Spurs at home, Millwall at home. Um, forget what the other one is, but, you know, decent, decent homes yeah. and, and kind of rotate with that fifth midfielder. It's not a very, it's not a very kind of, uh, some people wouldn't say that's an optimal play, just playing with two strikers. But for me, I, I want to revamp my midfield a little bit. So I'm going to have to hold him a bit. Um, so I'm going to look to maximise those homes and hope hope that he he, he comes up with something this week or, or perhaps drop him against Liverpool um, That's an interesting case, though, because I say, I've been against midfielders. I was always set to play 523 couldn't count two
0: 7-million midfielders and three cheap ones. And if I had to count on one of the cheap ones, fine. And obviously we've been a bit spoiled. I think, with Ronald De with Luke edwick maybe he's a bit 50 still, but if he plays, he's playing a lot more than people probably thought he would. Then you've got Hughes and people like that, that I think it's easy to have like a couple of cheap midfielders. But if there is a team that can have a Verón and maybe three 7-mids, uh, seven million mid. If if you've got Zepeda, uh, Arker and Petkov or something with Verón I, I I do think maybe there is something in playing a four four two. Um, mm. if, uh, midfielders aren't typically as consistent as strikers, one for boners or for attacking returns. But it's been a lot better, and I probably thought they would do in pre season. I I'd pretty much appreciate it still hit and miss. Like, it's done nothing for me. I've had him about three games. Um, yeah. So it's still it's still iffy. But midfielders are a lot better, and I don't know how many teams have got sort of four what you call midfielders. I think a lot of teams are probably running with two, and then the ball is probably going to get even more popular now.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I think I want to get to a point where I've got on plus two seven million midfielders, Chadwick if he stays nailed, and then someone like Brian Hughes. But the, but the problem is, I think. What what I'd look to do at the start of the season, so you you the back two defence and midfield that's twelve players is have a nice six six split with homes and aways. But unfortunately, all the midfielders I want are all on the same cycle. <laughs> yeah. So you've yes. got people like Sepayor and Petkov on the same cycle, for instance. So it's quite difficult to to do that. But I think that that's quite a, a good play. I mean, I'm going to come back to I'm going to tell you about the the one stat to rule them all. This is why I'm talking about trying to get this home away split going, so you can get seven or eight players every week playing at home so the one stat to rule them all which I did was um, I looked at home wins in the Premier League over the last 20 years in real life and it's 47 percent um, and did 20 sims of chat manager and it came out as 58 percent home wins so that just goes to show you the kind of the kind of uh, bias there is towards towards yeah. home fixtures in this game. Obviously, that's got nothing to do with assets as such, but when you get to those 50-50 decisions about midfielders, for instance, are you going to play, you know, should a bench a 7 million midfielder if they're playing, playing away or whatever, or Chadwick? I think that, that's a really good stat. I think um, that just goes to show you that... It's just you know, matter, right? Because all teams play attacking at home, pretty much. most teams don't play attacking away. So it's understandable
0: mm-hmm. why home dominance is so big in, in the game. It's because... The most away teams don't often really try and win away games. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I I'm caught cool because I've got Madison, and even if you've got a home game, I don't really want to play. he kind of doesn't count home and away split.
1: Um,
0: yeah, we, we, we I think with the 7 million, I actually think it's probably a good idea to try. If you've got two, and I think a lot of people probably have, is to try and get what, as you say, one on each side of the split. each one each that so you feel like get you something, um, it, it's not. It's, much oh, more annoying than having both of them having a game the same week as Brian News and then the week after having all three of them have a game and then thinking I've yeah, Brian News last week because all of my other players had good home games and then this week none of them have got it. Um other player to talk about um you mentioned him earlier was Ricardo Gardner um I haven't owned him all season yet I didn't own him last season either I don't think anyone did obviously he was injured for most of it um but you're you're pretty
1: keen on him aren't you as well Oh, sure, yeah. Gardner's great. Um, Again, it comes back to this this, uh, pre-season stuff that I did with looking at who came top for their club in terms of average rating. And Gardner was top pretty much every time. So I know there's a big thing about um, Bolton centre-backs hogging all the bonus, but he's not even really started yet with his attacking return output. And he's also taking advantage of the fact that those uh, defenders are getting in clean sheets. So if you look at the... You look at the points table for defenders. He's second, um, and obviously mo- most people have got him in because they think he's going to get attacking returns. I think he's got two so far. Maybe he's got three, a goal and an assist. So, and you, you'll run Sims, and he'll get he'll get seasons where he gets fifteen assists. Um, so for me, yeah, he, he's he was second choice, second pick on the squad. He he won't be going anywhere. I think um, I think he's he's that good. I think I think Bolton as well are a team that for people that do run Sims or look at data, they, they they quite often finish top eight. So they're a good side. And I think uh I think yeah, I think you stick with him. I mean he's like I say he's not really even started with his attacking output, and yet he's second in the list for defenders, so no reason for me to think about getting rid of him at the minute. It sounds like you're waiting for a flyer to come you up the run, it doesn't seem to be doing anything.
0: But second the second amongst the fielders. You've got Gardner, who doesn't seem to be doing anything, but he's second amongst defenders. And all these players are kind of almost below expectation at the minute, and yet they're still achieving obviously a, a points total that's still on the on the on the better side of good, we say. It's an interesting one for me this week, Gardner, because I've got um SIE, and obviously he's injured for a bit now. I've also got Hippier who's one more game, and he's got to be gone. So, and I've got two five million defenders, and I've got some money in the back the I've got McAteer who needs to go. I've been waiting for weeks to get rid of him. I was just, I was all set to take him out for the boss the other week, and the boss injured as I was about to do it. So, that stop that one. I've, I've still got McAteer. And I know we spoke a bit, a bit about Villa earlier, and how could they? i oh, have Melbourne, I think it's been very underwhelming. He hasn't got anywhere near the points I expected from him, in, which as they've had. And he's starting to really irritate me now. So, I think those two kind of need to go. And I'm not. Southgate's doing very well, but I don't expect him to maintain it, and okay, that Middlesbrough next run across the next six or seven games doesn't really inspire me to get Southgate in. I could just move Desai to Terry. I was going to move McAteer to Terry in, both of them, Terry and Desai. but obviously that can't happen now. Now I'm not sure how well Chelsea will do. I think Williams, where who plays centre-back, mm. um, I kind of want to give that a week before I get Terry in, but I need a defender now, because say, I, I was, was meant to be playing for me this week and now isn't I know it, um, Bolton haven't got a great game this week um, no, I, yeah, I, so. I, I am kind of weighing up I've, I've been set to get the boss for ages and I think I still will but I, I, I'm kind of reluctant to get double Bolton defence but I suppose a lot of people are running with Jasker Lyman and the defender is working out okay. maybe just having two def- I haven't got Yeska Lyman so maybe having two defenders isn't as bad as what it seems um, yeah I
1: mean I've got I've got um, Linen and Gardner. I'm kind of tied in really, which because um, I've got Jaskolan and uh, and Banks as my set and forget keepers, uh, and Gardner, which means that kind of precludes me from having people like Pedersen, um, if I wanted a 4.5 mid- midfielder if he started doing bits. So yeah, I'm kind of tied into that really. So that that that's the the only downside to that. But it's like this week, Jaskolan got six points, and um, the old bonus roulette. Save points, bonus points. So yeah, Yaskalainen. I think a lot of people had Yaskalainen and Poom. Poom didn't he? as rotating keepers. And I, I was saying on Discord that Yaskalainen alone will beat that Yaskalainen and Poom rotation. And I think I'm probably right so far. I think oh, easily, J- easily right. Yeah. I got Atmezidis from what for the same reason. His every
0: rating was really good on my sins and I thought we'd get a lot of save points. I knew Watson weren't going to keep a lot of clean sheets, but I saw he was playing attacking against everyone. I thought, That's all right, loads of people were going to shoot at him. He'll get loads of save points. He'll probably get he's getting average ratings of 7.4 across a season, which is really high for a goalkeeper. I thought I'm going to get four or five points off him week. If I keep a clean sheet, I'll get even more, but he's not really been delivering to the level I hoped he would. But, no. um, I'm not taking him out either. But um the Gardner's your most expensive defender, isn't he? Five point five. He is, yeah. So, um, again, it's quite weird because I've got three defenders that cost more than that. Um, Your strategy with defenders is obviously very different to mine as well, that you're not so focused on premium
1: defenders. Um, Yeah. So, I think, yeah, so I've got Tome, again, someone who came uh, along with Phillips top for average rating for Sunderland. So, I think he's probably the go to 4.5 million for bonus. Uh, I've got Delaney in because. That was a recent purchase. I think Leicester had a good run. Uh, Gardner, Unsworth, he owes me nothing. I brought him in before he got a clean sheet and a goal. But ultimately, I want rid of him for probably Southgate once their fixtures turn. And I've got a galley as well, £4 just sitting there. Don't think I've played him yet. (laughs) But I didn't have It's very different to me because I'd say I like to play five at the back.
0: So there's no way I could get away with running with a galley or someone. Yeah. I haven't even got a 4.5 at the moment um uh, well, 5 million yeah,
1: well, I, I, I did have hip did have Hippier, but it, I got rid of him for for Delaney, I thing for for that injury so I kind of got away with it really because I thought he's injured he's going to come off after five minutes and he got sent off in that game so that worked out perfectly so yeah I think I think to be honest that, out of the um out of the premium price defenders I think Hippier's is the one that I would go back to um hippier Gardner, Southgate. I mean, there's a certain manager running with a dead team. There's a reason why he's got these players in his team because, again, they're all they're all the players that, that come top for their for their team for average rating. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking that I want to beef up my midfield. So I'm going to try and run with a slightly less beefed up defense. So I think I want to get back to Southgate, Gardner, Tome, and then. Maybe get hippier back at some point. But yeah, we'll see. Oh, um, that's kind of
0: all the stuff I was really going to talk I think we've we'll talked about quite a few things there to get people interested. Um, I'm not sure what else you want to talk about. I don't know if you want to talk a bit about beef. could we'll talk a bit <laughs> about beef, beef to finish. We we'll have, yeah, we'll have, yeah. we'll have it as a dessert today rather than our main course, the beef. Yeah, that's it. A bit of
1: beef. Yeah, so so on the Discord, as uh, part of the Thursday uh, match day experience, as you like, we, I run something called a, a Beef Invitational, which is me basically running a sim of uh, a random game week on a on a game of one of my sims, and basically get people to pick a 6 aside side side in a one-two-two-one formation, and basically, uh, and see who wins out. I think it started because... Uh, couple of a couple of managers were at each other a little bit. FPL Frenchie and Aguero in, in the Discord. I thought about her step in and kind of, you know, facilitate some kind of easy way in which they can release that beef tension. So yeah, great created this beef invitational. Um which I tried to limit to six people because it's a bloody nightmare to do it trying to calculate everyone's scores if you have more than that. But yeah, it's good. People seem to like it. So I think, yeah, run it every Thursday afternoon. Um, I think Anything
0: you yeah. can do to help the community. I say it's not all about, I do pods every week, other people pods, but there's other ways you can sort of satisfy the community, and other ways you can be a part of it and do things to help people. Yeah, up. it's, br- <laughs> so the senior, it's the brilliant. Like this week is really good, right, because they had three of the exact matches that we had. Obviously, that was, you had Newcastle, Sunderland um, game and another one, wasn't it? There was all identical to what we had in our sim uh, yeah i was quite interested in that to see what happened then Shira didn't play <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah sure she got repped
0: yeah
1: but uh, yeah it was, it was it was good but yeah i mean i don't even know how i ended up on discord to be honest so someone must have invited me but i just think the community is great so i just wanted to say something about um we run a we run a draft so tala helps us run our draft so we've got pixies behind the scene running these games which is amazing you know, helping us to achieve things and get everything sorted out, and Luke doing his streams and things like that, and just people helping each other out—it's just been great. Just I know some of the people experience. on your draft because
0: on Thursday
1: uh, I'm on a, on a Twitter group as well, and on the Thursday um,
0: we run a live stream, a bit like we're talking now, just over over like um, over Zoom, and. Send the link around and like three or four of us. You'll, you'll know some of the names: David Strom, Steve Bird, people like that. We all just jump. Yeah, on. Yeah, we, yeah, We have the um, have Irons and mode talking. I've got like, my computer's got two screens, so I will put that on one screen with the sound on, and on the other screen, the rest of us, many of us, just turn up and have a chat. And we kind of I've, watch got, the Steve, scene I've got Steve
1: together. Uh, Steve Bird this weekend. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this week he, need, he needs beating. He's second in the in the league, and I'm in the relegation zone. It's ridiculous. He needs beating. I've got a triple Liverpool defence in my in my draft, so hopefully they can do the biz on Thursday. Two weeks too late, right? The guy that was winning the main game for a while, a
0: triple Liverpool defence. I don't know your relegation zone in your in your draft. He was top of the overall game with triple. Liverpool yeah, he was. Um, yeah, so that's good. This, this is another way to interact with the community. Again, we go online for two hours and have a chat and commiserate with nice. each other when someone's someone uh, gets sent off and laugh at each other when someone. As a goal (laughs) this and all that sort of stuff. It's just just anything to make it more fun. And that's ultimately what this game is, right? It shouldn't be be that serious. I think a few of us commit quite a lot of time to it across a week. I think it would go probably 10, 15 hours of my week, I think, to do bits and pieces for this. And and I've still got a full time job to to do as well. So um, I'm not quite as lucky as others in terms of the free time. Obviously, it's unlucky to have a job in this day and age. um, Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Um, I don't know if you want to touch anything else, some kind of one to I wanted to talk about.
1: Um, if you're no, I think we've pretty much got there, haven't we? Just uh, all the best for the next week. Yeah, trying to make, up, make up six points to catch you up. Well, I think we'll you're doing it. I've for up
0: you. up for I, I was about fifth, <laughs> fifth six about three or four weeks ago, and I've had some shockers since I bought on reading. I've been in free fall, so I'm, I'm down to about 47. To do. Something. I've got a few moves that I'm considering there's one particular player I'd be very careful not to mention anyway yeah and uh, I'm not gonna, I might tell you after the uh, I might tell you after we go off here um, yeah that's it well yeah it's Ben We'll call you Ben Ben, ben. Brendan Leberth whoever I want to call you Frank Leberth
1: to you mate <laughs> Frank, Frank Leberth,
0: Leberth to me cool right, cheers have a good week all <laughs>